The Podcast Show. Giving ideas a voice. Hello and welcome to The Podcast Show a show where we feature podcast hosts and their journeys in podcasting here in Asia. My name is Shida Osman and I am joined today by Mikhail Ko, who is a fellow podcaster and a digital marketer as well. Hi, Mikhail Ko. How are you today? Hi. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's like towards the end of the day, right? So we're supposed to be celebrating. <laughs> it's a little bit mellow after the madness in the day, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's great having, uh, I mean, great, great being on the show and uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's fun. Like we were talking off the record and it was interesting because uh, I learned that Mikhail actually has a podcast which is called Digital Automation Thoughts. And we were talking about it. It's interesting because it's not that I don't know anything about uh, digital marketing. I do, but it's interesting because I think it's safe to say we're coming from different sides of the conversation. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be... Uh I mean, it'd be good to share like a little bit on how you get started as well, because the the whole uh, idea of podcasting didn't really surface until later, you know, later, like after a few months um, into the my podcasting journey. Ah, I yeah. learned that you started uh, podcasting in, correct me if I'm wrong, in April 2019, earlier this year, is that right? Yeah, that's right. So maybe you can actually uh, walk through the listeners about what Digital Automation Thoughts podcast is about, probably the name behind it and how. I'm actually curious to find out, do you have any names uh, shortlisted before we begin? Do you have any other names shortlisted for the podcast? You mean like when I'm doing my research or and brainstorming the name of the podcast, is it? Yeah, for instead of Digital Automation Thoughts, do you have like any other names that were shortlisted that mm, probably might be something else, probably it might not be called Digital Automation yeah, you could probably find another um, something along the same line, like on on Spotify, which is dead for now. <laughs> ah, okay, but but you you were set on digital automation thoughts. Um, it didn't start that way. So how it started was mm. that um, I mean, I was I was listening to podcasts uh since the beginning of two thousand seventeen when I downloaded an app um called Castbox. So mm-hmm. like they have yeah I mean I was browsing App Store um for some like uh, audio related kind of app so I heard about podcasts people listening to audiobooks podcasts uh, tons of uh, information out there that are free so I downloaded that I listened to a bunch of podcasts and I'm like hey this is pretty cool and um why not why not start something like this so I had the idea start actually the, the idea started. Uh, around mid last year, mid 2018, mm. um, I registered a podcast called The Thoughts of Mikael. Ah. So it's like a way of um, having an audio notebook, you know, mm. just a, a way of just recording anywhere I go, recording my thoughts. That's where the word thought came in um, of anything that I do, especially in my work. Because uh, during that time, I was freelancing. Mm. I was doing digital marketing, um, uh, social, m- more specifically in social media services for, for small business owners. So um, in order to, I mean, save some paper and space on my laptop, uh, I think audio is the best, one of the best ways to record and document everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I started that, but then, then I didn't have the time to go and carry on until um, April this year when I decided 
uh, why not let's change the name a bit because the thoughts of Mikhail sounds very generic, right? Like um, I've heard a lot of people, but fellow podcasters saying that you need to to narrow down your specialty or have a niche. Yeah. So yeah, so it's also a way of like building up your authority um, in the future, um, having a brand around it. Mm. Ah, okay, so that's actually what actually quite right. We will go into that of why of the gaps and also the hows and twos of podcasting as well. But it's it's interesting to find out that that's actually quite true. Um, I think even for myself personally, if I was to have a, I mean, I do have podcasts on the side, but I'm not using my name as well. And I would agree to that that uh actually using so that's why you change your name from Mikhail's Tots to Digital Automation Tots, right? That's right. To make it a little bit more specific, um, I did a lot of um, gigs. I mean, along um, I mean the past three years when I started digital marketing. So when I started this podcast, I was actually working on automation tools, uh, mostly digital tools that helps people to be more productive. Because I use them myself, and I personally love apps that can make my life so much easier. Mm. For example, task managers, um, accounting apps, communication apps like Slack and oh, all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, to streamline processes and also um, pretty much um, reduce a lot of you know the heavy legwork of of the the noise. Yeah, the manual work that you have to do. It's interesting. Um, I also learned that it's actually your podcast actually comes out with uh, automation using digital tools which makes I think businesses and entrepreneurs actually much more like they have an easier life with that and you're introducing what are some of the like apps that you constantly use you were saying Slack anything other than that that you were using or are using yes I'm using Trello pretty often like every day T-R-E-L-L-O so it's a task management app where you can create uh, visual bots um, in a way, let's call it like a sticky notes mm. online. Yeah, back in the day, people like to write on sticky notes and paste it on their on their cockboard or their whiteboards. See, this is where it's interesting because I am still using sticky notes on my computer and on my bots as well. I I have Trello on my phone, but I think I'm a mixture of both. So that's why this that's why from the start I was saying that this conversation would be interesting because we're coming from. <laughs> two different worlds and I, I think I, I will get to learn a lot from you. So going back to your uh, podcast, Digital Automation Thoughts, how do you come out and research for your topics? Like do they, like, is it like a constant daily thought that just pops into your head or probably you go through articles or, you know, you go through social media and then something that uh, intrigues your interest and then you start from there? Yes, actually, partly because I have some ideas when I when I go outside when I see things happening, I have some ideas. I just pen it down in my in my phone. Um, most of the questions or topics that I ask my interviewees, right, is it actually came like from a book that I read. Mm. So uh, there's this book by Tim Ferriss called Tribe of Mentors. Ah, he was the one that came out with the four. For our work week. Yeah, for our work week. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah the four hour work week. I think he has a series of um, like four hour um, like kind of things to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the other topics are what, but yeah, the four hour work week is one of his most uh, popular books. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Tribe of Mentors is like a collection of questions because he himself has a podcast 
And and this book, um, he just compiled all the questions and um, to make it easier for himself to ask uh, his future interviewees or guests on his shows, or even when he connects to to fellow entrepreneurs. Uh, so um, there are like some standard questions. Um, I mean, there are hundred over questions out there, and I just pick some that might be relevant um, in terms of the the context of my own podcast and also the job scope or background of the person that I'm interviewing. Mm, okay, that's interesting. Now, when you're talking about interviewees, going back to that, uh, I'm just curious to find out, how do you um, get your guests? Is it like from your personal network or is it from your professional network? Or do you actually go out and, you know, because you want to learn more, you actually go out with them and talk to them about it? How do you find your guest? Currently, just within my own network because it's easier to just reach out to them and say, hey, uh, I've got this podcast just... It's, it's pretty new. Why not you just be one of the first guests on it? Um, I mean, there's always a risk reversal a phrase that you got to tell them, right? In case mm. they're shy or they are, they are um, you know, affecting you or something. So you just tell them, oh, it's pretty new. No one's listening in it anyway. It's just for my own record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I agree with you on that because I understand, especially in Singapore itself, I understand that, you know, being a born and bred here in Singapore, the demographics of it is especially in Asia as well, to podcasts in Singapore in general is not that known. There are still people who, when you tell them that, hey, we're going to do a podcast, they'll be like, wait, what's that? Do you mm. notice the same thing as well? But I think it's it's on the healthy, it's healthily growing for the podcast community in Singapore. Yeah. Um, I believe there are a lot of uh, listeners in Singapore alone uh, and I think with communities like uh, Pitch Media Asia, mm. yeah, yeah, I will say you are aggressively trying to grow the community and getting people on board, whether or not you know it's like a half-hearted idea or whether they got already a full podcast uh, up and running. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's initiatives like this that helps to to build up the the community and also um, it's more of like a way to share and exchange ideas right yeah. um, I mean that's what podcasts I believe what podcasts are for yeah that's very true yeah. so speaking of that right since we're talking about the market uh, the, po- the podcast market in Asia and in Singapore itself um, I'm just I just want to know what what do you think might be the gap in because if you compare Asia and America and UK itself when you say podcast, everybody will know what a podcast is because I think they've been doing it for quite a long time, but it's still relatively new in Singapore and Asia itself. What do you think, what is your opinion on what might be the gap? Is it probably um, technical difficulties or probably ads or sponsorship or probably um, just trying to find a way out in monetizing their podcast? What do you think might be the gap in that? Mm. I think in Asia, a lot of people are still very um, conscious about what they say in public. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I mean, we are more of a conservative and more of a very traditional and uh, more private society. So a lot of things that are very um, personal in our lives, we tend not to share to people whom we just met or even just uh, put it out there in public domain because everyone knows that podcasts are uh, it's a public domain. Like you, 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 People will definitely 
find it or eventually uh, get a hold of it, right? Mm. So, so yeah, um, it's it's more of the society, but I see a lot of um, people starting to open up because um, they've seen the value of podcasts. Like, um, if an interview like this becomes pretty interesting, people will tend to want to know, like, hey, um, I want to know more about your, about your story, how you get started, like, how you ask me how I get started on my podcast, for example. Mm. So it kind of relates to people uh, in a much deeper um, way, builds deeper connections. Like, yeah, like what... Uh, the more seasoned podcasters out there were always saying like podcasting is a conversation. Yeah. It's just like going into a cafe and having a conversation with another person. It's just that you don't see their face. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you as well. I think that's the difference. I think that's why um, the digital market is actually moving towards podcasting really fast because I think in the day and age where everyone is... Um, working you know uh, resp- personal responsibilities and they don't have time on their hands listening to something it just brings you back to i always say this uh, i always brings you back to like how you learn to speak which is phonetics and you listen to them and you learn all the vowels so i think that's where um actually podcasting is a good thing and i agree with you when you say that uh I think that might be a gap because Asians Asians are much more conservative and traditional as well. Speaking of that, when you first started your podcast, do you have any difficulties? A lot. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can walk through the list. Because I can understand starting something is very easy. That's It's not easy. There'll be adversities, especially when you're starting it. But halfway through it should be okay and then maintaining it would be the difficult part but I'm curious to find out what are the difficulties that you face when you actually first uh, started your podcast yeah the most um, challenging one I say will be time mm-hmm. like setting out <clears throat> putting aside time to record to edit and also to publish the podcast because um there's a lot of technical um, legwork that you got to do when you want to get a podcast episode out there. Mm. And also, um, I didn't use proper gears. So um, the first software that I used to record a podcast was Anchor. Ah. Yeah, it was pretty convenient. So you just have to turn it on uh, on your phone and just uh, hit on the, the red button and you can just start speaking. Yeah, and then it will distribute to every platform. That's right. Mm. Um, just that I stopped using it um, this year when when I changed the name of my podcast to Digital Automation Thoughts mm. because um, I mean Anchor Anchor is pretty easy to use. It's just that um, there is this uh, disclaimer on their website that they are able to use your content in whichever way they want. Right. Very true. Yeah. So I I switched to Podbean, um, mm. recommended by uh, fellow podcaster um, Neville. Mm. Yeah, in in Singapore, so he 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 was one of the first podcasters I met in Singapore. In fact, the first podcaster I met in Singapore. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty good friend of of Graham as well. Uh. So, <laughs> so yeah, was um one of the reasons why I decided to start the podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when 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 I started to record more episodes, I decided to invest more into um, getting proper gear. So I got myself like a field recorder, 
Mm. Um, there are instances where I do recording in my guest office. Mm. Yeah, so just go to a quiet room, um, record the audio on the field recorder, and then I just... Uh, I used to like take videos as well, but now I decided maybe I just stick to audio because there's a lot of editing uh, on the backend side of it. So, For the video or for the... For the video as well, yeah. I mean, even audio... Um, if let's say there's a pause or an awkward moment, um, for me, I try to, for the first few episodes, I try to keep it uh, pretty neat. Mm. Um, yeah. I've oh. thought of maybe just like publishing the raw version of it. But, you know, um, when I listen back to it, there's, there's there's always two sides of the coin when it comes to podcasting. I agree. You have the, yeah, the person who speaks and the, the listeners, right? Mm. And I mean, when as a listener, sometimes you might get, pretty um frustrated if you if there's either a lot of awkward pauses or yeah. uh, there's a lot of like um background noises agree that's actually yeah. that's actually uh interesting that, interesting that you say that as well because i i think this is i'm newly hired in pitch media asia so that the listeners would know right now and along the way i agree with you when you say that the difficulties it's a two-way communication model there's a podcaster mm. and also there's a listener as well. So I can understand why usually for me, editing is one of the difficulties for me because you would want it to appeal to the listeners. Yeah. That was right. that was one. That's why I was relating to you as well. That was one of the difficulties. Do you have any other difficulties other than that? Um, mostly just with time and... Uh, the proper gears to use when mm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think most podcasters when they start, time will be a factor unless they're doing they're planning to do this of, of like full time. Yeah, because a lot of us are busy with work, with um, other things in life like family, um, social lives. So like recording a podcast, it'll take some time. Um, I mean, even before that, like pre-recording, you need to plan the episode, right? Correct. That's true. And the yeah. research that goes into it. And yes, that's the, right. Not necessarily script, but you have to structure it in a way where it would be not more than... I mean, there are podcasts where they can go for... Like Joe Rogan, for example, for a three-hour podcast, but there's <laughs> only... That's because he is, an, he is an established name, you see? So that's why... And also... There's a certain timing for the human, uh, for the attention span for humans. Sometimes, if it's too long, I don't think anyone will listen to it. But for me, I think as well relating to that, the good thing about podcast it's it's audio, so you can get a little bit more creative to it. If you can tell, I, I from my side, if you can tell a story by podcasting, you would win in video as well. Video is easy because it's visual and audio. Don't you think so? Yeah, that's right. Videos are awesome. Yeah, I agree. But you were saying that you did videos and you uh stop it halfway, right? You did you did discontinue doing because of the post editing. Yeah. Um. So why why I decided to do that is because um one of the I mean the latest episode that I published uh was an interview with uh, a friend of mine actually, mm. and it took about close to two months, you know, from, from when we recorded that episode to when we uh, published the episode. And it was actually the second attempt recording it mm. because the first time we actually did it on a, um, like with my field recorder and a, and a camera. Yeah. So we were like recording both audio and video in a co-working space. Mm-hmm. And apparently like we couldn't get like a 
meeting room book so we decided uh-huh. to do it like in the pantry area where we thought it will be most quiet the, the, the quietest place yeah the whole co-working space apparently like halfway through <laughs> the episode or the recording people came in start chit-chatting they don't they weren't really conscious uh conscious of or aware that we are recording something you know because yeah. there's no like red big red light saying or on air or recording or something like yeah. <laughs> so and also after we recorded um, an hour long um, episode mm. when I when I down like upload the audio and the video into my laptop um, half of the audio was lost Ooh. so but it's okay thankfully there's still the video but then the video um, the audio in the video itself it's it's picking up a lot of uh feedback or background noises from the air condition and also be people chatting so it's it's really hard to publish that kind of episode uh, I yeah see. i tried really really hard um minimizing the the noises and all that uh, because i I'm, I'm i'm using only imovie yeah yeah which is free right so yeah, yeah. um it's good but i i still could I, I wasn't satisfied with the the outcome so we decided to okay let's record another time yeah. and that was in uh Fish Media Asia Studio, mm. so much better, and it was without video. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, actually, it doesn't matter, you know. If if I'm gonna record it in video, mm-hmm. um, especially like me when I'm just doing this uh, part time or when I'm free, I'm just gonna spend more time and delaying uh, my guest uh, moment of uh, you know his spotlight, right? To be out to to have his episode published. Yeah, so. To make things faster, I decided just to stick with feed, uh, with vocals for uh, with audio for now on. Yeah, yeah, so, and along, you sorry. know, maybe in the future when I have more time or or when I find a system that can make can can record videos and upload it faster mm. online, then I'll start doing that again. Yeah. So it's safe to say that that bad experience actually served as a memory as well, because you were you were. That, laughing about it when you thought about it I think it serves as a sweet memory as well even though you stopped doing videos right <laughs> so sp- yes, speaking of memories right. um, I'm sure every podcaster has this they have their bad moments and not bad moments but they have their memorable uh, interviews and you know non-memorable interviews but what was your sweetest moment in uh, during digital automation thoughts was there any interviews in particular that really made you happy yes um she was with my first guest mm-hmm. yeah one of my first guests so i mean also partly because he's a very lively person he speaks in very eloquently and he knows a lot about um the things that he specializes in uh-huh so he, he also he's also a digital marketer. Um, to be more specific, he's a content writer, ah. and he loved what he do so much that uh, we even forgot that we were recording a podcast episode. No, it was just like a chat in a coffee shop, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's when when <laughs> yeah. all the earphones and also the microphones just disappear, and you're having a good conversation. That's right, because a lot of times uh, when I was recording an episode i was pretty uh conscious about what i'm gonna say or whether you know i'm speaking too close to the mic Mm. or i mean last time i was just also so recording videos so whether um the the recording light on the camera is still on and all that you know all these 
little nitty gritties that you are you you are like being particular about when yeah. you're recording an episode because you want to do it right the first time, right? Yeah. If not, you're gonna keep redoing it, like like filming a a movie, right? You know, there's a lot of takes in Every one for one scene. So if you right. screw up scene, you gotta keep doing it again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the difference is when you're recording a podcast, you're not being paid as an actor or director or producer, right? You Very are, true. <laughs> you want to do this thing right. You want to make the most of the time you spend with your guests as well. You don't want to uh, pretty much waste his or her time as well. Yeah. But I guess so, that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Like, um, not yes. perfection, but it's just that the beauty of podcasting, I think, is... Um, drawing the stories and portraying it correctly because you do have a guest. So I think that actually says volume about how you care about the storytelling and the guest as well. Yeah. And you learn so much more about the other person, even if that person is a, a good friend of yours, right? Because exactly. when you're having a conversation, um, y- you start to talk about things that are more personal in your life. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was also why I was, um, I didn't want to to straight away publish an episode like in the raw version because uh, sometimes things that we talk about might not be relevant to the topic of the episode itself or things become a little bit too sensitive you know sometimes i guess i might be hey actually i said that thing um halfway through the the, the recording maybe mm. you you try to take that out and let me hear it again before you publish can right <laughs> right second thoughts yeah. about what you recorded yeah it, I, I guess it happens it's natural that it happens because but that's that's one more beauty about it when you you're doing a podcast. It's a conversation, it's storytelling as well. So I can understand why post editing usually is one of the hardships as well of podcasting because you it's it's all coming from a place of care and concern that you wanna you know portray and storytell about that person and the guest properly. That's why I think it's a little bit more hard on the interviewer side, right? Mm. And also the interviewee side, because you want to um, make sure that you add value to the pod- to the person's podcast as well. Correct. Very yeah. true. Speaking of podcasts, are you listening to any... What's your favorite current podcast right now? I've got a lot. <laughs> sure, it's like choosing from children, right? It's like, no, choosing from uh, favorite <laughs> foods. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but the one that I'm always listening to is... Uh, Growth Everywhere by Eric Chu. Mm. Yeah. So I started listening to him since end of 2017. And yeah, it's got over 100 episodes now. Um, talking mainly interviews with business um, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on how they grow. Uh, what are the growth hacks uh, that they use to grow their business. Uh, so and all that. From? Yeah, it and it's very natural. There. It sounds like a conversation. Ah. Yeah, and he's got many uh, varieties of like different kinds of episodes because some people will will focus on more solo episodes, right? Most mm. podcasters will do interviews only. Uh, for him, he started with um, interviews only and now he mix and matches with like long interviews between 20 to 40 minutes long um, to three minute short videos of like today's tips is A, Tomorrow's tips will be B, something like that, you know. Ah, and yeah. Where, where is he from? Is he local or is he from? He's which based part in the US. I see. Okay. Yeah, he actually did another podcast with Neil Patel called The Marketing School. Oh yeah, I've heard of Neil Patel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, pretty um active in the podcast community. Mm-hmm. So there are a few others. Um, 
I mean, outside outside of uh, like things that are related to my work alone, right? I yeah. enjoyed this podcast called The Health Code. Ooh, uh, interesting. Yeah. What is it about? Um, so it's a, a couple based in Australia mm-hmm. called uh, Kurt and Cece. They so 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 the girl started this podcast. Uh, she she's already like a fitness YouTuber, pretty famous in Australia, and her b- boyfriend is Kurt. He's a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. So they're just talking about um, like health tips or fitness tips, and how do they spend their day. Um, sometimes there are there there are interviews with uh, guests um, on their show as well. So it's it's a mix and match, but it's more of like going deep into their lives, understanding um, as couples um, how do they hit their fitness goals together, mm. um, how do they plan ahead. Uh, I mean, like sorry, like plan uh, for their own work because they're both doing different things, right? One is a YouTuber and one is a photographer. Interesting, yeah. creative. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 like. Having having a Truman Show, you know, you know, you you yeah. watch the movie The Truman Show, like, yep. like it's a documentary of someone else's life, but you're just listening to it on your phone any, anywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. So these are, I mean, I, I I'm I will, I'm now listening to a lot of different varieties of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't mind, I can share a third one that I go ahead. Enjoy. I have all the time. That's what I want to know as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm listening to um, the Feel Good podcast. Mm. Where yeah. is this from? So, I think it's based in the US. It's um um I'm not sure what, what is the person's uh, profession, mm-hmm. the, the, the host profession. So she's really, really active into like helping uh her fellow strong women um win in life, right? Mm-hmm. And to feel good in everything that you do. So it, it, it actually um goes across um, different verticals like uh, work, how to manage work, how to manage your business, how to feel motivated every morning, uh, what and or do you know there's this type of tea leaves that will help you stay awake throughout the day, for example. That's actually or, quite helpful. Yeah, and also like how to manage your self-image, you know, not 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 feeling self-conscious all mm. the time, that kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's really nice. It's like having a friend on I your know. phone, that kind of thing. <laughs> I know how you feel because I listen to podcasts a lot as well. So That's nice, yeah, yeah. So this three, I'll take note of it. I'll I'll listen to it. These are your top three for right now, is it? Currently, yeah. The the rankings will change. Of course, Definitely. podcast. There's a gazillion. <laughs> I totally understand where you're coming from. There's a gazillion podcasts that I can listen to. There's always like a. It's gonna change every week. I think. <laughs> Yeah, every week. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, pretty much every week. Because sometimes um, certain podcasts, they don't publish episodes uh, every week. Like some of them publish once a month. Mm. So during this downtime, then you get to listen more of other podcasts, right? Mm. Yeah. And then once this, uh, your favorite podcast published the episode for the new episode for the month, for the following month, then you're like, oh, yeah, great. Let's listen to it. And you enjoy the content that they publish they publish yeah that's true yeah. have you ever heard of the podcast called uh, Stuff You Should Know um, by whom uh, it's actually by uh, they are based in Atlanta Georgia uh, it's actually by a duo Josh Clark and also Chuck Bryan 
um, you should check it out if you want to. They are award-winning from my research. They are actually award-winning and they won... Oh, no, sorry. My apologies. They are usually top 10 on the iTunes podcast chat. And wow. their shows in London is actually sold out. When you... The interesting about this is that when you actually check out their website, their podcast, they started out in 2008. They were, write, they were non-fiction writers from... Uh, how stuff works a website called how stuff works oh and if you go yeah, to, yeah right i'm sure yeah, you are familiar with that right <laughs> yeah i think i used to 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 go to that website to 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 get content inspiration as well right? yeah exactly that's yeah. the thing that's why i'm getting into, if you actually go to their website they're interesting because if you look through they talk about everything under the sun you know how podcasts usually would go into like certain they would talk about certain subjects but this podcast uh, stuff you should know actually talks about everything. They talk about grass. They talk about grave robbing. They talk about... <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one that I can uh, think about at the top of my head? They talk about asteroid mining. Sorry. Asteroid mining. Like all of the topics that they come up with are from all over the place. And it's as simple as grass. Who would have thought of that? <laughs> I know, right? Like, wow. Mind blown. <laughs> so you should check that out. Speaking of uh, podcasters that we should check. Um, now that we actually shared uh, your favourite podcast and my favourite podcast right now, um, since we're both podcasters, I think we should... Sh- um, what are your takes on... I think we've been doing it for quite some time. But what do you think are the hacks of maintaining maintaining the lifespan of a podcast? Because as I was speaking about it earlier, to start something, yes, you will have adversities. But what would be your take on maintaining a podcast? Scheduling or probably content or the timing of the podcast? Um, I would say try to record in batches. Mm. So that's why pre-recording, uh, like pre, yeah, sorry, like pre-episode planning is is really crucial. Like spend some time to pen down the pointers of your planned episodes, yeah. or maybe like two episodes or three episodes, and then record um, all of them in batches. Uh, of course, you can't do this when you're interviewing someone else, mm. um, but it's very useful if you are recording something like a solo episode or what just record it in batches and then split them into different episodes interesting yeah and also um i was thinking along the line of like it's important to make connections with podcasters who are similar uh, or for similar content to yourself so yeah. that you can actually um either guess in each other's episode or get inspiration from each other so it's you won't get that uh, content block um, anytime you're going to start a new episode or something. Because I see a lot of people, um, I mean, I, I, there is a, a Facebook group, a few Facebook groups, uh, it's global Facebook groups. So there's podcasters from all over the world mm. in there. And the most common question I ask is like, okay, I'm doing this podcast. My specialty is this, but I, I couldn't find ideas for my next episode. Mm. Yeah. So in order to do that, I think one way is just to go out um, whatever you see, just take down notes. Uh, something that inspires you, just take down notes and um, make connections with podcasters who are similar to you because they might have ideas that you've not thought about. Then you'll be like, oh, okay, I didn't think of that. So let's do something similar. Sound advice. Speaking of yeah. guests and um, avoiding a content blog, um, for the podcast show, who would you actually 
would recommend or want to see on this show and see, you know, and share whatever we talked about earlier on? I think it'd be cool if you guys can interview the Prime Minister. <gasps> That's actually <laughs> a very good idea. Probably you might, I might pitch it to Graham and see what he says about it. But um, yeah, that would be an interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you start to to get a, a target that's so high, right? Mm. And then if it doesn't, if, if you can't go, get hold of him, then you go down the pecking order and just get the second one, the, the, the second biggest guy or the third biggest guy. True, true, true. That would, yeah, that would be actually interesting. But speaking of prime ministers, did you know that, uh, I got this from Graham, but uh, did you know that Michelle Obama and Barack Obama is actually starting a podcast? And I read it somewhere as well. I have not heard of that news, but I wouldn't be surprised. Because right. They have personalities that can even make soap operas, right? Of yeah, their own I lives. <laughs> their daughter, how they raised their daughters, how they went through all ups and downs in lives. You know, yeah. they are, I mean, especially Michelle Obama, um, she's been inspiring a lot of people in the world. Um, yeah, Barack Obama as well. But uh, there, there's, there's a rave about her book mm. um, last, yeah, the last few months. And people have been, been, been like inspired by her stories and all that so yeah i wouldn't be surprised and um one thing why i would love to see like world leaders being on a podcast shows mm. especially you know especially when when it's not uh related to any kind of current affairs or politics right it's just having a conversation having coffee with them it's just to one thing dive deeper in their life because we don't usually see their personal lives yeah you know, and see public. the human stories part of it yeah yeah and another way and another uh reason why why I mentioned that is because if you want to build up a large podcast community pretty fast, it's good to bring this idea to someone who can make like decisions. Agree. Yeah, and that changes a lot of you know like protocols or rules or Regulation. no whatever whatever yeah you know, something along the line of that yeah yeah it would be really interesting to see one of prime ministers actually <laughs> be on the show in a podcast as well because like I said we since we're talking about podcasting I think it's a like I'm speaking in layman terms but I really think podcasting doesn't matter if it's in America or Europe it's they have a big market but as a tool I think podcasting actually connects people. You know, yeah. in so many ways that we don't even see it. It's as simple as sharing a story, and there's so many depths and layers to podcasting as well. Like, like you said, one of the angles actually from probably like if the prime minister, someone that we like for me as a commoner, for the lack of a better word, <laughs> looking up to a prime minister and to see them in a human side, it's much more relatable in that manner. That's right. Yeah. I think podcast really brings out the humanity in a person. Mm. And I think that's what, um, I mean, amidst all the technology and all the madness that is happening in the world, it also serves as a positive um, vibe as well for everyone. I think it's much more easier to go through with podcasting and storytelling and and connecting with podcasting and bringing out the human stories. It's much more nicer. I'm just like smiling talking about podcasting right now because it does. <laughs> it's also in a way like you were saying from the start of the show, it's actually therapy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's 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 very um relieving in a way that you know you can connect with and, and also interesting that you can connect with someone um despite the distance. Um, 
yeah, and all that because you see we are we are doing a recording over Skype. Mm. Yeah, so I mean I could be in a studio or we could have met somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it just like you know being uh, recording in this way. I mean, it takes a lot of like logistical um, like work, right? True. So. So yeah, it's it's so easy. You know, it's like having a phone call. Yeah. With someone. Yeah. Only that it's recorded, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> in a good way, and it's it's therapeutic as well. It diminishes a lot. It's easier. It's safe to say that it diminishes a lot of lines, a lot of lines and labels that are unnecessarily actually built. So it diminishes it diminishes everything and just falls down to a conversation for podcasting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good sound advice. Thank you, Mikhail. Before we go, uh, how can the listeners actually contact you? And how can they listen to you uh, for your podcast, Digital Automation Thoughts? Okay, so um, I think people can find me on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the only person with the name Mikhail Ko. That's actually an interesting name. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I have to thank my parents for that. <laughs> and um, my podcast, Digital Automation Thoughts, will be uh, on like Podbean. So you can you can type digitalautomationthoughts.podbean.com. Um, I mean, it, I've, I've published it on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher. Mm. So probably a Google search. I've not, I've not actually tried Googling my own podcast. Because, you, you know, whenever I type it out, right, the yeah. URL will just appear because I always go in. Well, because now, that's right. Speaking of Google, they have actually a special search right now where you can just, and then they'll just play uh, your podcast to you. Yeah, you should. You haven't tried, is it? Um, No, I've not. Go, go try it. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's how they can contact you, yeah? Yep. Alright, thank you, Mikhail. Thank you so much for your time and being on the podcast show with me. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Shida. It's really fun. Thank the you. Last hour, the last one hour, or maybe <laughs> 45 minutes. <laughs> Before work ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Have a good one, Mikhail. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. That was the podcast show powered by Peach Media Asia. The podcast show is where we feature the journeys of the best and upcoming podcast hosts here in Asia. If you want to be a part of that journey, tune in to soundcloud.com slash the podcast show Asia, or you can contact me on LinkedIn to be on the show. My name is Shida Osman.